Hello, Pesto Posse. Welcome to episode 25, Pesto Pete's Podcast. I am your host, Pesto Pete, and I am joined, I'll say again, but when I say again, it almost sounds like a detriment, but I'm, I'm joined again, thought, thankfully, because this guy's schedule is outrageous, with Thirsty Mofo. Hey, Pete. Good to be here tonight. Isn't it funny, like, when... <laughs> You watch these interviews, like maybe some Chronicle or or some of these other local TV shows. Sixty minutes. Sixty. No, no. How long is that show? Oh. About an hour, yeah. I think. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's so funny when they they start the the recording. They go, and I'm joined here with Tercy Mofo. Hey, Tercy Mofo, thank you for coming. Oh, thanks for having me, Pete. And it's like they hadn't met before. Yes, that's, I feel like it's... <laughs> it's like I feel take like number 55. <laughs> every time I'm on the Pesto Pete podcast, I feel like it's my first time. Oh, my. You'll never forget your first time. Feels like the first, first time. A little foreigner. We need oh. that in the background. Yeah, see, okay. I was never a big foreigner fan. Yeah, it's too bad you missed out on that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, good. I didn't miss out. I didn't like him. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so we, uh, we have a special live outdoor... Remote, going from Thirsty Mofo's, uh, uh, what do we call it? The Swedish Gulch. The Swedish Gulch. Because, for the record, whenever you see a lot of stone and a lot of other stuff, you always call it Guinea Gulch, based on my heritage. <laughs> and we don't ha really have this really, you know what, that's an interesting thought. I don't think there's a lot of um, derogatory names for Swedes. Yeah, you know, they should... <laughs> Because there's probably like 30 of them in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, it should be more, but uh, fortunately, we, uh, we've missed out on a lot of that fun. But Do you find it interesting that there's, we have more listeners in India than Sweden, considering your, your influence on this show? I do find that interesting. And, uh, you know, as we were talking the other day, that one of my relatives was playing on the girls' curling team. Uh, women's. Women's. Excuse Jesus. Me. Sorry, sorry I'm, I'm just coming off of uh, high school sports. <laughs> the girls' sports. The boys. girls' team, yeah, yeah, the boys' team. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, no, God forbid curling. someone call you a boy. Yeah, well, I wish they would instead of grandpa. <laughs> right, right. Or sir, do you need grandpa? Your, do you something you want to tell me? Sir, do you need your diaper changed? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. No, I just pass gas. <laughs> yeah, no, no, diaper's fine. It's just uh, I'm airing my diaper out. <laughs> All right. But no, no, uh, my uh, my my relative was the uh, captain of the uh, women's curling team All right. for Sweden. So, you, so. you open the door. Right. Let's hear the story. It's worthy. It's 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 PPP worthy. Now, if I remember correctly, you called me and said, oh, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> you, you're going to have to refresh my memory. Winter Olympics. Jeez. Uh, well, is this a winter, winter? I think it's a winter Olympic year. Aren't we in one? Yes. So 2020 is Tokyo 2020. Did that happen? No, but it got postponed to the spring. So that's Why? the Winter Olympics. Oh, COVID. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, people were busy, Pete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Tokyo was like doing stuff. And yeah, we didn't have time to build all the stadiums. <laughs> you know what? They, they couldn't get the torch lit. <laughs> like us tonight with this fire pit. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get back to that in a minute. But yeah. so I called you and said, hey, I'm watching curling to me. And we have a curling club in Hudson, 30 minutes from here. And it looks like fun. I'll tell you. It looks like fun. 
But uh, having just had a hip replacement, no, yeah, that no. move to stretch your crotch out and uh, and stretch. Well, and, we and, wouldn't make you a thrower. And, and, you were gonna get a. We're gonna get a. I'll be sweeper. Sweep. Uh, you be the sweeper. I don't know. And what I've seen you sweep. I don't know what that's called, but man, I get aggressive. <laughs> Nobody works a corn broom like me, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could argue with that point, but you do work a good corn broom. I do. I do push brooms too. Push brooms. They have my specialty, but for curling, yeah, go corn. Oh yeah, I can. no, but they're not yeah. really a corn. There's probably well, they're, like they're a... probably like five hundred bucks. I'm gonna look up what a curling broom costs. Yeah. Next episode, well, while you while we're here, get your phone out. We're gonna do a little little <laughs> late show prep. So anyway, this wasn't part of the show. Anyway, I happen to watch. I was watching women's curling, and not because of the Canadian team <laughs> or, or the Swedish team or the Swedish team. But and it's the, probably Canada versus Sweden. It, it might have been have more beautiful the, women the, on the planet. The, <laughs> thrower, oh god, we got to do some research. The thrower, as she d- goes into that stretch move that you can't do, I call it the lunge. The lunge. <laughs> she does the throwing lunge. Yeah. I looked at her back and it said Norberg, and I said, "Hold on a second, I know a Norberg." <laughs> so that's when I called you and said, "Your cousin is the captain of the Swedish women's curling team." Hmm. So Proud. I quickly. Grabbed a bunch of beers and ran down to your house, and it was like a. It was. I think it might have been the longest curling match in the history of the Olympics. It was like three hours. You know, but it, it's. I don't know. I find it interesting. It's. I mean, it's pretty archaic kind of stuff. But it. So is luge. Or what's the other one? Skeleton, where they go head first. Yeah, I got to say the best. Uh, you know, I don't want to. Before we get into the podcast, and we're talking about the Olympics, gotta, I know where you're going. I got. I know we got to get this going on, but uh, no, I know funny, where you're going. Funny story. Funny story. So uh, there we go. Funny story. So it was the Australia it went summer summer Olympics, Olympics from Australia, Australia in '96. No, right. it, no. Well, uh, I'm sorry. 2000. 2000. Yes, because the 2000. How old are the boys? Yeah, they were born in 2002. So it's 2000. Or 2001? No, I think they're all in even years, aren't they? Well, 2000. This is great show prep. Yeah, Keep going. I know. I know. So, anyway. <laughs> Forget when it was. Anyway, so. Kevin from the Cape doesn't care what year it was. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Nor does Rich from Needham. Yeah, Rich. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. We'll talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, here we are at the uh, Swedish Guinea Gulch. Uh, well back. before the, the extension with the hot tub. Yeah, it was the original Guinea Gulch yeah. uh, with just a TV out here and uh so we uh we're hunkered down and we're watching the olympics and uh uh i am pounding um uh what's it called uh mountain no no mountain. no 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 the, the oh duels oh duels oh duels so my wife and i are going through fertility issues and i can't drink and blah 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 so I must have had uh, eight or ten O'Doul's, and uh, and Pete was keeping pace with me with something uh, IPA. <laughs> so, uh... but we but to fill in the blanks, we pull. We used to pull the cable cord out from under your porch, and attach it to your TV. Oh yeah, from college. Oh yeah, this little. What, how, what I don't remember Nine, what size. Nineteen, 19 inch, inch yeah. maybe. I don't think it was that big. Seventeen. Yeah. 17? yeah. So uh, next thing you know, it's late night, and uh, Pete's <laughs> cocked, and uh, and I'm, like, wired. And uh, equestrian horseback riding comes on. And, Which is uh, typical of equestrian. Late night, yeah. horses. Yeah. No, there's always horses in the. <laughs> so Pesto looks over at me, and he goes, 
Are we gay? <laughs> no, because it. Not, we we watch it for an hour, but yeah, I, you know, I, you were in an Odile's Odul's fog, I was. and I was in a something fog. <laughs> it just seemed good. So, no offense to any of our gay listeners. No, no, no. Sorry, it's no, just yeah. it's a, funny, but anyway, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. All right, yeah. we just so welcome we just to lost, the last episode yeah, of uh, we, Pesto Pizza Podcast. We just lost some subscribers. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so. Uh, Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Um, We're moving on. Yeah. So, so how, here we are in Swedish Gulch. How's your crocheting club going? <laughs> <laughs> We're in Swedish Gulch. We um, we sit next to the fire. We've got this. We installed a how many BT fifteen hundred BTU fifteen hundred watt fifteen hundred watt uh, um, infrared heater. Yeah. So that's above us. That's that's, that's slick. Cranking. Yeah, it's cranking. What, it feels some, good. Little windy out here, so if you hear any background noise, it's we're out in the outdoors. I mean, it's not we're not roughing it. We we yeah. almost had a an episode from the lake last Saturday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But here we are, episode twenty five. Want to thank our sponsors, partners. Sorry, why don't right. we? You know, you're, gonna keep, you're gonna keep it short now. Oh yeah, no, we're keeping it short. We've got Quiet Cat. It's Q U I E T K A T. Great electric bikes. Follow them on Instagram. Check them out online. If you place an order with them, use the the uh, the Pesto Pete podcast uh, promo code. promo code. Thank you, Charlie. P O. Thirsty. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Thirsty. Uh, promo code P O like post office. The number twenty and the percent symbol. When you place your order, you get twenty percent off. Uh, just another quick shout out. Jefferson Bourbon. Great stuff. Regulator boats. Killing it. Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers. All lagers. Amazing beer. All Some lagers, of my favorites. All day long. All lager. All day long. <laughs> and we've said it before. German for light. But they're not light beer. Not like what we're drinking. No. Uh, Four Roses Bourbon. Nice people. Please mention us on your podcast. There's another one. And I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Uh, this kid reached out to me. and said, I listen to your podcast. Would you mind mentioning my Instagram page on your podcast? So what? I'm going to... Thirsty Mofo at Instagram. You got to get one. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do that. Your social media skills are are waning. (laughs) Um, Tom Miranda, awesome professional hunter. Check him out on Instagram. Instagram's cool, but on uh, YouTube, I've been following this guy for, Christ, I don't know, 15, 20 years. He's he's a real deal. He's got a place in Africa now. Slick. Um, Kelly's Roast Beef, Mm. boom. Mm. What What more needs to be said? Wish they were here now. (laughs) <laughs> um, Badlands Pack and Apparel and we started this discussion last episode and I never finished it and I wanted to and I felt like we did them a disservice I bought a Badlands Pack um, a day pack you know enough to carry shit around while you're deer hunting and stuff and it had a zipper issue that probably caused by me um, it had a couple other little problems so I went on their website and it's oh return it you know for a fee you know twelve bucks or something to send it back, and they'll repair it guaranteed for life not warranty guaranteed for life, wow. and it's guaranteed for life if I give it to you and you send it back so it's not original owner crap that you know they get you in the fine print, so I sent it back to them and I you gotta put colored tape on all the areas you want repaired or whatever, and they were like. Let me go, okay, they weren't like, they were like eventually, but so all of a sudden we're in my driveway, you were there, we were chatting, and I got a call from, I think it was Utah. Yeah, customer service. And I'm like, 
Oh, Utah, must be a crank call. I get a voicemail from this customer service rep at Badlands saying, hey, we, re we received your uh, pack. We're going to have to re re uh, replace it. We doesn't make sense to repair it and blah, blah, blah. Now, my pack was probably 120 bucks. It wasn't crazy expensive. Had a lot of good memories. I was like, I sent them an email. I called him back. I got his voicemail. Sent them an email and said, dude, don't worry about it. This, that's not going to change the efficiency of the pack. Just send me the pack back. Don't worry about it. They're like, no, no, no. We guarantee what we sell. We're sending you, which, which camo pattern do you want? Blah, blah. It was unbelievable. Wow. So kudos out to Badlands. I follow on Instagram. I, I like everything they do. That, that to me, in a, in a business where I'm in, where customer service is so key, amazing. That's I mean, a person, I call on my cell phone? Yeah, that's unheard of. Freaking unheard of. So yeah. kudos, Badlands. Nice job. Great company. Support those folks, guys. They're really good. So that's it for now, Charlie. Okay. Great. Thirsty. Great. Right. So let's so, get into the meat and potatoes all right. of this, oh, this here podcast. You seem to be taking over, and I, yeah, it's fine by me. Go. You go, boy. Well, if I got to go, the only thing I have on my mind uh, tonight is is talking about gear. Oh. And, I got, and I got thinking about this. Gear talk. I like it's it. It's like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, shifting your car. Was, no, no, Not no. Those, those kind no. of gears. No. I'm talking about all the gear I have. And what, what makes me think of this is that here we are in the doldrums of winter. And uh, there's nothing to do, and it's snowy and rainy and on and off and horrible weather. So I decide that, uh, you know, uh, hip uh, replacement or not, I'm ripping my closet apart. <laughs> so, uh, you know, 15 bags of clothing I don't wear later that got taken down to uh, St. Vincent de Paul uh, and donated. Um, you know, I find uh, my fly rod. I find, uh, you know, my Orvis reel. They start finding all this stuff. I find a bunch of my grandfather's stuff. All this stuff that was buried in my closet. And so what I wanted to chat with you a little bit about was, um, you know, getting your stuff organized and having your gear somewhere where you can use it and see it, access it, use it. I mean, you're better about that than I am because you built that beautiful cabinet that holds a lot of your stuff. Excuse me, Tercy. I'm getting a call from someone named Potential Spam. Oh, Yes. I think you went to high school with him in Laconia, didn't you? <laughs> I remember. I remember Potential. Kid was a hell of a shot putter. <laughs> right? Could he throw that big thing? Um, yeah, no, it's, and that's, I'm very fortunate. I've got my man cave. I built a cabinet years ago for all my hunting clothes where I hang everything. I keep everything in bins. I've got bins. What was that? No idea. Bins. I have bins marked. Um, Gloves, hats, uh, base layer, mid layer, you know, those little Tupperware type bins. Oh, yeah. And I just keep all my stuff in that. One, it keeps scent free, but it also keeps me kind of dialed in. So when I go down there, and typically if I'm going to hunt in the morning or fish in the morning, I'm out there the night before in my man cave getting everything laid out so I'm not scrambling around forgetting things. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that clothing you can't figure out but you know you don't want to forget a, a key piece of equipment but yeah. it's all about ease to that point many many years ago my parents had this little it wasn't a roll top desk but a, like a drop top desk yeah and i refinished it and i've been using it as my fl my fly tying desk for years and 
it makes it so if I want to tie some flies, I can be into it in about a minute and a half. No, that's the best. And, yeah, and right? you can be out of it in a minute, in less than a right. minute. You'd be out of it in like two seconds because right. you fold the, the door shut and it's it's, it's out yeah, of it's I'm gone. Done. Yeah, it's it's not like uh, you got to pick up and worry about the dog jumping up in there and sniffing around and right. getting in a hook or something, you know. And so. that and that's the key to like anything, like you said, having availability of your gear, yeah. having it in some one place where you're. I used to have my man cave in one of our spare bedrooms, so I'd have to go in there in the morning and poke around and be quiet. Now I've got it where you know it's in the basement, and it's. It's actually a pretty good man cave. You mean next to the safe where all the weaponry is? Yes, that would be. Well, that's why the weaponry is there. But but um, protect, no, but it's protect the gear. But it makes it easy and and quiet, and I'm in and out, and and it it does change everything. Because I we did the wrong thing with our kids when they were little. We didn't do the vacuuming while they were napping kind of thing where they, you know, they could sleep through anything. My my kids were like me. I I I hear like dust the floor and i wake up you know i'll so, tell you i'm like you i hear a dust mite fart i'm i'm up wakes me right out of a dead sleep and i really don't think that most people know how many times a dust mite farts at night they fart a lot <laughs> man I'll tell you what <laughs> so no but anyway yeah so i uh i i like this um this heat seat that i'm sitting on right now this uh this heated seat you know this thing has been buried away and uh yeah you know, shit. But now it's open. It's accessible. I've got it. I grab it. Use it. So uh, no, no excuses to say no thanks to me when I tell you we're going, we're going striper fishing on a Saturday morning anymore. Okay. All right. No, that wasn't a. That no, wasn't my a waiter, my 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 hip waders don't fit anymore because I uh, I've gone from uh, Mike Myers to fat bastard. <laughs> but Aww. I'm I'm heading back that way though. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, almost yeah. back in them. I'm think, almost back in them. I think. Um, Probably 90% of America went to Fat Bastard in the last year. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that with COVID. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people have gained weight, and I get it. And I'm one of the few people that's lost weight during it because I wanted to lose the weight before my, yeah, right? my hip surgery. And thank God I did, or I would be three bills right now. Like, oh, oh no. No, that's, that's, we're not going that route. That's heavy mo. So that's, we're gonna have to change your name to H mo. Heavy mo. H mo. Heavy mo. I'd, I'd rather be thirsty mo than heavy mo. No. But anyway, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta try to uh, squeeze into those or uh, hand them down to my sons, and uh, and upgrade to some Hefe Grande. Get over to Bass Pro Wolf. Well, waders are screwed up. Like, I had a pair of of, of breathable waders that Dave uh, Woody Dave Morell got me. Yeah, I got these. You, they won't fit the feet. Okay, the waiter boots. We always wear boot foot waders, yeah. not the ones where you put them in and then put a boot on it. Right. But right. the built-in boots, right? right? Right. I wear a nine shoe. I wear like an eleven and a half waiter shoe. The boots are like eleven and a half. What's up with that? Well, I don't know, but then you put them on in the the chest part. I mean, I could fit you in there with me. Maybe Wait. we should swap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go fishing together. <laughs> My shoe size eleven and a half, and, uh, and no, I'm, I'm twice as thick as you. So. <laughs> no, but your your eleven and a half would be like fifteens. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. So I don't understand how that works. You're supposed to wear your sneakers in there. Or I guess I don't know. <laughs> no, the no, the feet fit. Yeah. The chest doesn't. It's oh. like this big giant cavernous thing. So um, I just recently bought a new pair of neoprenes that are a little bit better, but. They they're just and of course I'm I'm five, 
I'll go 5'9". I'm probably not that anymore. But then you get a, the, the, they fit my feet, but they come up to, to my neck. Hey, <laughs> you, know, you stay like, dry, though. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm dry right up to my neck. You know, you as long as I fall in, my hair's staying dry. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, I didn't realize I was buying turtleneck waders. <laughs> <laughs> With a neck this big, but... Um, no, so it's, um, so we need, we're, we're going to get back out there, but we did the little fishing recently. We did. We did. And I, I have to say, um, I rediscovered fly, um, fly fishing that that's been rediscovered. I rediscovered ice fishing. Oh man. Thank God you said that. I thought you were going to say you rediscovered bromance. <laughs> dude, dude, you're, you're awful lot of that going on tonight. You all right? Yeah, oh, it's yeah, a yeah. Sammy Smith's, yeah. yeah Sammy yeah. Smith's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot to tell everybody, one of our sponsors tonight is Sam Smith, not Brown Ale. Samuel Smith. The great, greatest beer ever. Could be. Well, I don't know, one of them. It's, I it's have, up there. I have multiples. I mean, I was weaned on Molson Golden. <laughs> My mother will not attest to that, but I know I was. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Oh, speaking know. of which, uh, could you lean back behind you and... Uh, and hook Tursty up with another uh, beverage, please. Of course. And why don't I move them closer? Yeah, to the yeah, that would be nice. So we don't have to listen to this shuffling in the snow. That's all right. We got still snow, a lot of still. snow out here. Still, yeah, still, yeah, still a lot of snow out we had here. A, so, so I don't. Was it four weeks ago? I finally said, you know, I had. Thank you. Sorry. I, I um, no, that, that was not planned <laughs> by much. <laughs> I was. I have ice fishing gear that I've had. 30 years i mean I, and so i've one day i'm like i'm gonna go ice fishing the ice i mean it's it was cold we had a couple of cold you know days during that week and i went out to my old standby lake and had an absolute blast follow me on instagram at, at pesto pete's podcast and check out some of the pictures and i was out there it was a, it was inhospitable i was the only one on the lake which surprised me because it's a really productive lake and I got out there and I'm like, oh, there's not a lot of people out there. Let me double check like the thickness of the ice as I go out. So yeah. you, you know, I, I use a chisel because I, I haven't ice fished enough to, to buy an auger, which is happening this summer. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But we've, we haven't had great ice in many, many years. So I, I'm not saying I, I kind of threw the sport away, but we haven't had great ice. So it has, you know, so it's, it's so anyway. I go out to my old spot where, okay, Colin is 27 this week. Um, my dad and I were fishing there probably, Colin was born February 23rd, right? So my dad and I were out there probably in December or January prior to Colin's birth because we were out there fishing, caught, and I say nine species. I, I think I'm lying. I think it was more like six or seven. Um, pike, pickerel, bass, brook trout through the ice, catfish wow. through the ice. Yeah. Wow. In that same spot. Wow. And Noel, my wife, Noel came down the hill where there used to be a restaurant. That's now a house, um, in her maternity sweater. It's like four degrees out. And of course she's, her body's cruising with everything going on, building a baby. And, uh, she comes walking across to see my dad, to visit my dad and I. Um, so that, I've been fishing there well before that. Wow. That was a great day. And then Colin, in the same spot we were in, caught uh, a five-and-a-half-pound largemouth through the ice that he said, Dad, would it be a bad thing if we kept this? And I mounted it on the wall. 
I said, we we can't we keep so so few fish. Yeah, let's do that. Still have it. That's the the one with the wood. Yeah, the, on the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the driftwood. So, yeah, nice. So I head out there what four weeks ago on a freaking inhospitable twelve degree feels like four day on clear ice. We had no snow and did a. I I killed killed it. I didn't kill any fish. I caught three or four pickerel. They were just monstrous pickerel. Which I'm not a pickerel guy, but through the ice, oh, there's I don't a... know, I'd catch a friggin' log through the ice. I'd be happy with that. Fun to catch. Yeah. So then, <clears throat> a couple weeks after that, I went out again alone, um, caught. I, well, might have been next. The, might have been the next week. Caught a couple more pickerel, three or four more pickerel. Had a great time. Met some guys on the ice. We had a good time. Check it out on Instagram. And then last weekend, I decided to have a little. Gathering on the we'll ice. Cookout. We'll we'll, cook we'll, out. We'll cook out. We'll cook out. We'll tailgate. Fish in. Me. We'll fish Me, Thirsty Mofo, Woody, Son Colin, Friend Ray. Ray came out for a short time. Was fully unprepared. Hey. Ray, if you're listening, next time, wear long johns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, and, it was... Uh, you know, it was warm at his house. And, uh, you know, gloves that are a little thicker than, like, a uh, vinyl, uh, you know. Exactly. Exam glove. <laughs> Exam glove, yes. <laughs> Thank you. So we yeah. did. We got out there. We, we went to the same area, but we're, we're, we're beat out by some guys. They pushed get, out into yeah, deeper they, water. Because they, got of, a, they got there before us, guys. and they were slaying it. There was How many guys were there there? Uh, there were probably eight of them. Right? Yeah. And five tilts apiece. Yeah, and one of those electric jigging. Yeah, that, that thing was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. So there, there's a good point to speak to. But so, our our food was better. They oh. they offered me food because uh, you know I'm shuffling along with my uh, hip issue and uh, trying not to fall down and walking with a walking stick. And uh, <laughs> I walk back to your truck, and <laughs> on my way back out, the guy says, uh, "You want something to eat?" Like, "Oh no, no, we got food out there." He goes. Probably need something by the time you get there. <laughs> Dude, you should. I can't believe you put up with that. I would have said, I probably, I should have said, yeah, I'll take a dog. How about, how about, <laughs> to go. How about, how about Dave Morello? Pissed he got. Woody was pissed. We're chopping, we're using the ice, our hand ice auger and chopping with a chisel. He's like, those sons of bitches have an auger over there. They could walk over anytime and open holes for us. Blah, 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 blah. So but my point was that oh. uh, when you, you know, food versus food, uh, you know, Pesto Pete, you know, had to live up to his reputation. So he whips out these clams, little necks marinated in, uh, was it, onions and uh, Onion, charisse, charisse and, uh, and Portuguese oh. sausage. Oh, God. Olive oil, white wine. Whoo, whoo, doggy. Man. But we're eating like kings out there in the middle of this uh, frozen tundra. Dude, I make memories. Mm. I make memories. And that's what it was. I mean, who wants to go out there? And, I mean, we cook burgers. The hot dog. We had burgers. We had cheddar worst. Yeah. And then we we, we broke out the clams. <laughs> and that, that didn't suck. Clams. It did not suck. It did not suck. And I'll tell you, I was prepared for those because oh. I whipped out the gloves, the uh, nitro, oh, yeah. nitro exam gloves, and mowed on that stuff. And then I took the gloves off, and my hands were nice and clean yeah, and I, warm and uh, right back in the gloves. And, and you use, <laughs> so if, you, if you've got a shell that opens with the clam in it, you eat the clam and then you use the shell There's with the bottom sh shell as your little spoon. Yeah, I was uh, spooning up the broth and drinking it with the, the, the shell. Jesus, yeah. that was good. Just like the, my relatives of pilgrims. That's right. 
That's right. You do have Pilgrim heritage. Yeah. So I was just eating that broth. That's right. Like they, they, the only they, used, to use cl- they used to use the clams to fertilize the gardens. I'm the only <laughs> Swedish pilgrim known to mankind. <laughs> but we had a great day. Colin caught it. And again, follow us on uh, Instagram at Pesto Pete's Podcast. And that's not a pitch. I'm not... I'm not pitching. Just it, it kind of gives us validity, right? Go on Instagram and check it out. Um, yeah, we need Colin a we caught, need a second follower. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't hurt. <laughs> um, Colin uh, caught a really nice bass yeah. through the ice. Yeah, uh, we caught some cool pickerel. We got illegally. We let Ray land a fish, even though he didn't have a license. Well, you, know, you know what? Ray's Native American, so oh, that's I th- true. I think he could have just if the warden. Call them on, and he'd say, hey, show him, dude. Show him his Wampanoag freaking <laughs> membership card. That's a good point. I yeah. didn't think of that. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. Huh? Dude, I was, my people here well before you had a warden system. <laughs> Just a terrific guy. He had lunch with us. We had, we had a good time. So it was really great to get out there. Unfortunately, this week's been uh, in the 40s all week, so I don't think there's going to be any ice. There'll yeah. be ice, but getting out there is going to be tricky because naturally it melts along the shore before it melts out, but... Who knows? We'll see. I, I still have all all the shiners I had from last Saturday. Plus, I went out Sunday just to jig out at a local lake, and a guy gave me his shiners. They were in a bucket with an aerator in my base in my uh, garage. Wow! All still alive. Yeah, so I have. I have kudos a... to Keith's tackle <laughs> shop, in Millis, Massachusetts. Great shiners. <laughs> yeah, they were big too. And and you know what? Some of those smaller. Uh, some of the smaller fish were not afraid to hit those big shiners, that's for sure. So, Pesto Pete's checking the fire right now, so uh, I'm going to try to uh, not leave any dead air time and uh, just keep talking. Hey, Pete, how you doing over there? So, how was your, how was your <laughs> most recent um, experience fly fishing? I mean, ice fishing? So, ice fishing was fantastic. I, I grew up on a lake in New Hampshire, and... I was an avid ice fisherman. I had uh, all the gear. I, I grew up very fortunate. Both of my grandparents were, uh, grandfathers were fishermen. And, uh, and so uh, I had some really old tip-ups probably from the 40s. That's what I was going to say. Maybe even earlier. So, so they haven't changed much, right? No, no. But you know what's interesting? I got buddies in Maine. I got buddies here. Tip-up, tilt. We call them tilts. Which they aren't tilts. They don't tilt, but yeah. in traps. In Maine, they call them traps. Yeah. It's really true. not a trap. Yeah. That's right? Yeah. So no offense to our Maine listeners, all six or eight of you. <laughs> Donnie, if you're listening. Um, no, it, we call it, I, I go with tip up. Yeah. With tilt, right? T- you know, tip up, tilt up. I've heard of both. Tilt up. Oh, maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. So tilt up, tilts. But. So. Whatever. So I had all that stuff, and I had a, a beautiful body used bob house. Uh, oh, a, so explain that, uh, what a bob house is, because we've got listeners listeners in, in India. India. <laughs> oh, sorry. So a bob house in is, Wales. A, is a very small, lightweight structure that uh, basically you step inside and um, has a hole in the floor, and you uh, drill the hole through the ice there, and you sit in there and fish. So it keeps you warm. Yeah, like a little shed. Yeah, a little shed. Right? Yep. shed. So, so let me ask you this. I don't fish that way. I, I'd like to. Do you have other holes, or is it a single hole, and then you move the house around? Uh, no, there's. you have a couple holes inside the house for, like, two people. And then 
all around the the house you set up tri- oh, okay. tip ups like we did. Yeah. So yeah. you have multiple going on. So you're inside, staying warm, and you know, in my case, I was. Uh, Cooking snow's clam chowder on my little, oh my, uh, my, uh, my oh, white white fuel stove, right? my Coleman white fuel stove. How awesome must that have been? Yeah, it was fantastic. And then I had a little white fuel no one's, heater. No one's screwed up. Did you hear that on your phone? Right no. then? You said snow's clam chowder, and you just got an advertisement for snow's <laughs> clam chowder. I hate how this shit listens. I know, I'm teasing, but it's happened to me. Yeah. Shit's listening to you all the time. Yeah, because you're a celebrity. That's no, me. no, 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 no. Uh, people don't know. People don't even know I exist. Dude, so, dude, just for the record, you're more popular in this podcast than I am. <laughs> Hardly. So, uh, oh, your 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 nephews think you're pretty popular. Yeah. So the Bob House program was pretty cool. It just keeps you out of the elements, keeps you out of the the wet, the wind, the cold, and uh, you know. Some of them have wood stoves in them, coal stoves. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, now they have them uh, made out of tent material, super oh, lightweight. Right, right, yeah. And you just drag the thing out there and pop it up like a tent and just enough to keep you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, get that off I, the table. I'm sorry. So there's a kid on uh, YouTube because, you know, I'm always willing to learn. So I went on the, um, you know, YouTube, this ice fish, this, that, and whatever. Just It's so many... So many people in the, or so many different areas of the country do it differently than us. And um, this kid had a $35,000 Bob house. Wow. In like Minnesota, I think, where the ice is like seven feet thick. Do you know why they call them Bob houses? I do not. They're called Bob houses because if you don't get it off the ice before the ice melts, it falls through and then it bobs up and down in the water like a bobber. And uh, that's a big problem because don't they they charge you to pull them? Oh right? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're required to have your name and address and phone number on it because if it falls through, you are screwed. And don't they have a big like eye, an eye hook on the top so they can pull them out? Don't, aren't they required to have a big like galvanized eye? Oh, I thought so. No, no, not no. In, not New Hampshire. No, not not New Hampshire in my era. But no, but now we'll get to that in a minute. But. Yeah. Um, no, this, 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 it's not a Bob house. It was like an ice cabin. Yeah. They had, crazy. well, you pull it out there with a truck. Yeah. And yeah. they had, they had, uh, you know, go on YouTube and check it. I don't remember the, the, the handle of YouTube, but they had like big screen TVs. He had, oh, it was all, it was all integrated though. It was really clever, like, like a camper where the, the beds drop down. Yeah, and, and you could gen- still fish in it. Generator, generator, uh, Wi-Fi. Oh, so God. you could work. Then that was what they were doing. One of the, I one like of the, it. A guy staying there was um, doing a show or something, a podcast or whatever. And he needed Wi-Fi and all this other stuff. But um, no, it was pretty slick. It was really nice too. It wasn't like a shitty shack, you know. Like oh, let's let's pull this. Sh-. It was built nice. nice. It was really cool. So we got to get one of those. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe yeah. Uh, It'd be, I think it might be underwater now. I mean, we've had a warm week. So. Yeah, that's true. So, but no, we had a great time. We have it up in Maine. Yeah, well, Matagammon, where I where I go up to camp, that that ice is there till mid-April, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's a great spot. They do a lot of fishing up there and salmon. But we're gonna do some more. Hopefully, we'll get a little cold spell. I mean, isn't that crazy? Everyone's saying, "Oh, nice." 45. Yesterday was 55 degrees here. Yeah, today was 50. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, this is great." And I'm like, maybe we'll get a cold spell. We can fish some more. So it's all good. All good stuff. So, uh, 
We have really enjoyed what. So let me ask you this, and this is a, a thought that I had. What is it about ice fishing that's so? Because a lot of people don't understand the whole dynamic. What is it about ice fishing that's so? And I use the word fascinating for lack of a better word. But what is what? Not knowing what's under there, the excitement of seeing a a, a flag go up. Yeah, I think it's all of the above. It's the it's the fact that you know. The, again, getting back to the doldrums of winter, you're stuck inside most of the time. There's not a lot of, you know, unless you're, you're a person that's doing outdoor activities. But as far as hunting and fishing, you know, a lot of people, you know, spring, summer, fall, done. Right. And uh, to extend that into the winter time and be able to get out there and do an activity that you enjoy, the excitement of sitting there. And if anyone doesn't know what the tip up is, it's a... Basically, it's a stick that goes in the water with a, uh, a spool on it of line. And as the line gets pulled out, it, it triggers this flag to pop up. That's why they call them tip-ups, pop-ups, tilt-ups, whatever. So that flag goes up in the air and you're, you know, tending to another one. And you see that fly up. It's like so cool because there's no drag. And so the line's just going out. So you've got to get over there quickly and hopefully before the fish spits the hook out and grab it, set the hook. So, yeah. And we're fishing with shiners, right? Live bait. Hook them just below the dorsal fin. You send them out there. And it's so cool to run up on a hole and see it peeling out. And we didn't see much of that last week, but the two previous weeks I was out, there was one. This thing was honking. Yeah. Oh, it was pulling line. And. And there's a, there's a technique behind it, and I hadn't, and this isn't a tribute to myself, but I was lucky enough for the first two weeks to not lose a fish. Last Saturday, we had a couple that we lost, and whether it be the fish, you know, the, the they didn't commit to the fish or whatever, you know, maybe we reacted too quickly, but... Um, the bait don't fit, you can't commit. Oh, what's up, OJ? <laughs> what up, OJ? Uh, you know, so... Uh... And, uh, yeah, so that whole thing is uh, it's just fun. It's fun. Being out there, and then you throw the element of the food. and The, the element of being out there, too. Yeah. Like You could easily be sitting on your couch, but you're out there, and the wind's blowing, and you're putting on a pair of gloves. Then you're taking off a pair of gloves when the sun comes out. Oh, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. Well, I'll tell you, it was, it was super cold out there. It was, you know, when I walked back to your truck, it was about 32, 33, and with the sun... Beating in the bed of your truck, all the snow was melting. Yeah, and you know the the black um, bed liner, and then when I went back out on the ice, it was the wind. It was, and it, and I don't like to say wind chill, but it was the wind was coming from the north, and it was cold. So there was a very cold breeze. Yeah, it was blowing in. Yeah, coming in, and yep. uh, so that just really made it cold. Well, that was all good stuff. Good stuff. Good friendships. Great pictures. Check it out on Instagram just for shits and giggles. Um, I wanted to talk a little politics tonight. Oh, John. boy. Oh, no, boy. but not, 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 not politics in the sense of politics. We're not talking, we're not talking, um, you know. Presidential race? No, well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about, it's not about party affiliation, all that stuff. But... There's been some recent things coming up, which are interesting. And I, I, I love the fact that 
people are smarter than the politicians, right? Yeah, of course. Well, and, and so recently in California, um, I think is the, the governor of California is Newsom. No, Gavin, who, Gavin Newsom. Oh, is that? Wow. Is, you're, is, is the governor of California. All right. So who's this Weinstein guy? Um, no, Harvey Weinstein. No, <laughs> Senator. Senator Scott Weiner. No, Harvey's dead, right? No. no did, oh, did he not die? No. Not oh, too bad. No. So anyway, um, Scott Weiner of San Francisco proposed a bill. It's called SB 252. Senate Bill 252. Got it. Or Stop Bear 252. I don't know. Take Senate it Bill. No, I don't know. Stop Bear. Okay. Because <laughs> he proposed to stop bear hunting in California. Completely. Wow. No more black bear hunting in California. Wow. Nope. We're not going to do it. That's, and this is, I don't know, a month ago. Has he been in New Jersey? <laughs> Freaking. <laughs> When, well, when Steve's riding around and picking up kids. We don't know Steve. We know Vino. It's all yes, nicknames. All right, yeah. all right. So, so you know, <laughs> you know, you teach your kids not to get in a stranger's car. Right. But when the stranger pulls up and says, get in the car, there's an effing bear right there. And you're on your bike. You're looking at the bear. You're yep. looking at the... Getting into a... Uh, stranger's car. Stranger's expensive uh, car. You're like... Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my chances yeah. with the, the sketchy neighbor that lives in the very expensive neighborhood with the expensive car. And like, okay, I'm going to go yeah, with that yeah. instead of the bear. Right, I'd rather that. That's, oh, I'd rather die that way. Freaking no, crazy. Really uh, it's crazy how the bears just... Uh, oh, New Jersey's unbelievable. New Jer Everyone thinks New Jersey's like this big city. Yeah. No, the garden it, the garden state, state yeah. right? It, it's it's amazing yeah, the expanse. Bear state. Oh, it's it's amazing. They don't deal with that shit. It's gonna be the bear state. So anyway, California, right? This guy throws out because all right, we always talk we the podcast industry. <laughs> oh we're an industry now. Oh, oh so look, no I've heard look at you. So I've I've pulled <laughs> this phraseology. Look at you, part of the industry. Phraseology. Okay, wow. All right. Charismatic megafauna, right? Everyone wants to save the wolves, the bears, the grizzly bears, you know, whatever it might be. So this guy throws this out. We're going to stop bear hunting in California. And California's a crazy game state anyway. Yeah. As it relates to hunting and, and fishing. So he sends out this bill, SB. 252 gets 28,000 people sign a petition. Uh, the GFY. <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh, 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 I thought you were going to say to join him. No, GFY. Oh, oh. Sorry, Mr. Wiener. Yeah. Let's go with Wiener. Let's, let's call him Wiener. Yeah, wiener. Not Weiner, Wiener. Because, uh, you know, obviously those people live in the rural parts of right? the state. Well, where... California's giant. Yeah. Right? And, and, okay, the, the bears aren't walking down, you know, what's the boulevard in L.A.? Rodeo, Rodeo Drive. Is that Ven, Beverly Hills or whatever? Ventura Boulevard. I don't give a shit. You know what? I, not for nothing. And I know we have a bunch of listeners in California, but if some for unforsaken reason, the San Andreas Fault cuts you guys off and you float into the Pacific, 
Sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. So. Say hello from your new island. <laughs> right. That's, it's, it's a pretty island, too. It's kind of L-shaped. But anyway. Um, so he goes on and blames the bill, the retraction of the bill on, this isn't really the time during COVID to approach these things. Hmm. Never mentioning there were 28,000 signatures right, against you, him. Do you think he was concerned about the bears getting COVID? Well, you know, maybe he that never, was it. He might, he probably should have said that in his statement. Wiener. But in reality, check this out, dude. So right now, the bear population, black bear population in California is 30 or 40,000. In 1982, it was 10 to 12,000. Yeah. So it's healthy population. He wanted to protect the population of the bears. You know, that was his big, yeah. big push. Check this out. Well, it sounds like everybody prior to Wiener has done a very good job of game management. Game management. And keeping it, Aldo in, Leopold. keeping it in check. So the limit on kill in California is 1,700 bears a year. They, they, they sell 30,000 tags. Yeah. Right? Wow. And last year, 2020, 919 bears were killed. Yeah. So this, this guy just went out. Charismatic megafauna. Oh, let me go. Let me go tickle the heartstrings of all these people that don't want to see these innocent little bears killed. You know what? You know what that causes? That causes so many problems. Now, I don't, it's all about game management, right? Right. Right. Aldo Leopold, and I can't recite his axioms or his his philosophies, but he had the he was dialed in elk. Is this Leopold as in the uh, scopes? No, no, no. no, no. no. Okay. Right. Although Leopold was a, you know what, we'll do an episode about him. And I, I only know him through right. media. Do that with Woody. I'll yeah, be well, Woody, I'll yeah, sleeping through yeah, that Yeah, you'll one. be sucking your thumb during that one. But <laughs> So he, he, um, he proposed game management. So if you look back to like the early 1900s, right now, the elk population in the United States has never been healthier. And they're on 4% of their original range. Because... Back in the early 1900s, market hunting, they were just killing everything they could. Right. Right? So they, you've got to manage game. The game is owned by the people. It's not owned by a, a state. It's not owned by a governor. It's owned by the people. We own all the game in the United States. And hey, that's, that's, that's not politically correct. You know. Oh, that's you're, it. You're, you're not a pet owner. Oh. You're the right. uh, care provider I'm of the, your pet. So we are the custodians. Custodians. That's the word I was looking for. Of, of all of the game in, in the U.S. Speaking to that in market hunting, the thing that struck me that I never realized and never understood until I read it is we know what market hunting did to the bison, right? And everyone says, oh, buffalo. Well, no, they're American bison. And there is a difference between bison and buffalo. Because there's an old saying, how many how many buffaloes were killed back in the 1800s? None, because they were all bison. Not a joke, just, uh, you know, skim, what's the word? Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> thanks for your input. I'm not, I'm not helping you out on that. No, one. you're not. <laughs> but what you know what? You know what changed? Bison, the, the bison, like extraction of the west railroads mm. because 
if you killed a bunch of them and, and they just killed them and skinned them, there was no use for the meat. That was the, that was the tragedy. Right. There was no use for anything. They just wanted the skins, the hides. What could you put on a horse? Three? Yeah. And not kill the horse? Yeah. Railroads. Oh. Once a railroad came through, then they could load up the hides oh. and throw them on the trains and get them back to the Mississippi and the Mississippi East. So it was amazing when I read that. And I don't remember where I read that, but it was, uh, I never, it never dawned. I mean, you don't think of it. Yeah. How heavy must that hide be? You know, a couple hundred pounds or something. Um, but that's, you know, that, that's what kills you about people arguing these points. You know, I don't want, I, I'd never kill a wolf. Right. I don't want to kill a wolf. Right. But there's something needs to be done because right. they're starting right. to proliferate and, and they're really taking down a lot of populations of animals. Well, a case in point here in our area is the seal population. Right. Good point. So, you know, uh, the seals had been um, systematically eliminated. Extirpated. That's yeah. the word, right? Extirpated. Exterminated. Yeah. Because of, uh, you know, they were eating all the fish. And so the fishermen killed all the seals and, and the seal, you know, whatever species of seal we have up all here. All of them. Yeah, I mean, almost went extinct. And so, you know, they passed, a, I don't know if they were part of the Marine Mammal Act or whatever they were, but, you know, you can't harm a seal, you can't hunt a seal, you can't do anything. And so now... The population of seals has exploded to the point where the sharks are now coming back to the Cape, the great whites, and <laughs> as that's what they feed on. Yeah. So you look at the migratory pattern of the great white, and it goes from basically Jacksonville or a little bit north of Savannah. Actually, no. It goes around the hook. It goes into the Gulf of Mexico. They 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 birth in the Gulf of Mexico. Wow. So they come, come all the way around from the Gulf and come all the way up to Maine. As right? we had that uh, that tragic uh, killing in Maine, and we've had a couple uh, people die from shark attacks on, on the, Cape. the Cape. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, and uh, and now you know people are like, oh, we gotta we gotta kill the sharks. No, you gotta deal with the seals right. because um, yeah. you know as uh, Scoville, the uh, shark uh, specialist down Jeff. In, down Jeff. Uh, I think it's Jeff. It could be. I can't okay. remember. You know, good show. Prep, down, but, yeah, done. But uh, <laughs> well, this is this is all. We're, we're right, off the cuff. It's Greg. It's Greg. Oh, Greg. Right. Greg. Yeah, Greg. 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 So, um, you know, he's like, you think about this. You've got ten thousand or whatever the number is of seals pooping and peeing in the ocean right there, and that affluent is just going out. Chum slick. And that's just the dinner bell for the. Uh, yep. For the uh, sharks, like, oh, well, that's what we eat, and that's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Right. We we and what what's the and again, no show prep. We didn't plan to talk on this, but yeah, what's the sensitivity of the of the shark? It's like you know one one something per million gallons in some. You know, they, oh, they're gonna yeah. smell that shit a billion miles away. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point in time, I think they're gonna have to address that. If not, it's just gonna. It's going to be all over. I mean, it's just going to be so many sharks in the area. Well, but, we, we see it every year, and here we are in Massachusetts. Hey, every the, year we the, get the water's too cold to swim in up here, anyway. So who cares? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? All those dopes that go in the water when it's cold deserve <laughs> to get eaten by a shark. But um, no, but it's, oh, that offends many of our listeners. Oh, 
Oh, we're going to talk about offending listeners now? <laughs> yeah, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, you know, I don't know. Colin's 27. I think he was 10. We took the Rip Rider from um, in Chatham out to Monomoy. Monomoy, yep. And, you know, we were fishing out there, me and he and I, and, and there were a few seals around. I think, and again, I'm, I'm going to do some better show prep. We didn't plan to talk about this. But it went from like 500 to 15,000 seals. Yeah. Like living in Monomoy. Like they're not like going to Monomoy and then going home. <laughs> no, they're making I, home there. You know, for anybody that's never been there, my my brother-in-law has a uh, fortune enough to have a house right across the street from the ocean. And you, at night you hear the windows and in the afternoon, woo, woo, oh, yeah, you, you can hear, hear barking, the seals yeah. barking. It's yep. like... Uh, a pack of uh, dogs barking, yeah. you know, there are, there's so many of them. And, um, and I'll tell you, as a fisherman, once they show up, find another place to go. Yeah. Because right. once they show up, the stripers just right in blues and whatever else you're fishing for. And, you know, we don't have a whole lot of target species here in Massachusetts, not like Florida, but um, once, once they're around, you might as well just move because you ain't going to catch nothing. Yep. Yep. So, so that was so kind of glomming on Bill uh, 252 and the bear population and all that. So that got shut down like within the week. In fact, Colin said to me, Dad, did you hear about this, this uh, SB 252 in California? And, he, you know, it's going to happen anywhere. Like they're going for the low hanging fruit, right? What right. sounds good, the charismatic megafauna, all that bullshit. So I said, Oh, yeah, it's dead. He goes, No, it's not dead. I just saw it come up. I go check again. It it was within days that mm. it got squashed. Nice. There's another one. This is a weird one. And you're not a hunter per se. I know you got it in you. We're gonna <laughs> get you out there. So it's in Montana. I think it's Montana. So it's a lifetime tag. Sounds great, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're a Montana resident. And you have a lifetime tag. That means you can kill one of the species in your lifetime. In your lifetime. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It, great for us, right? We're 2,000 miles away. Good for residents. Going to open up the tag system for the residents. Can you imagine living in Montana and they say, okay, you got your moose. You're done. And those people rely on that stuff. Yeah. Right? It, so that you know, so the whole, the whole dynamic around it is well, we want to open up, and I think with it, it's a money grab. It's yeah. got to be right. So okay, good. Oh wow, it's a lifetime tag. You get one. You and I think it's you get one of either gender of that species. And if I if I'm correct, I believe it's uh, moose, mountain sheep, and mountain goat. So bighorn sheep, whatever sheep is out there. But you can get a male or female if you get if you pull the tag. But once you're done, two and out. Done. And I, I don't know. I don't agree with it. Well, you know, it's unfortunate because these politicians, they've never had to subsist, or, uh, subsist. subsist off of uh, living off the land. I mean, these people, there are people in our society here in Mass and everywhere that, yeah. that supplement their food budget with hunting. I mean, I have customers that 
tell me that, you know, it's a bad year because I don't have a deer in my freezer. Yeah. And yeah, you're staring at me. Why? Well, I, I know, but I mean, <laughs> but these are people that, you know, they're for them. That's the difference between going on food stamps and not. No, it's true. You know, and yep. the, and so these freaking politicians, they don't have a clue of what uh, what that means. That you know, these people aren't out there because uh, you know it's the coolest thing to shoot a moose. No, they're out there because they're providing meat and protein for their family for the for the winter, you know, and for the upcoming year. Absolutely. So no, it's it, it's really, and you know what, and, and they have a point system. You know, you get so many points. They have it in Maine. I'm on the point system. But it's so many points and this and that. And it's like, okay, now we're just going to say no more points, no more of this. And we're going to open it. I think it's extremely unfair, even as a non-resident, to someone who, you know, hopefully I'll someday hunt Montana. Probably not. But in the, the for the record, the, the success rate of just pulling a tag as a non-resident, as it stands, is is pretty minimal. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got guides, and the guides and outfitters get tags and things like that. But I, I killed a moose in 2016, and, um, you know, I, I pulled that moose, and so if there's a weird disconnection here, we had a little technical difficulty but yeah so i pulled my moose permit in uh 2016 was lucky enough to land a moose kill a moose harvest a moose harvest yeah slay a moose eat a moose oh my god the best meat next to a grouse partridge grouse rougher grouse best meat in the woods that moose was phenomenal elk is good too so is caribou but anyway do you know my chances were to pull that permit without points I mean, I had... As an out-of-state resident. As a non-resident. Right. My, my, my chances of pulling that permit were 1%. Wow. So, so you ask, sort of. I'll ask for you. Oh, I didn't ask. What's a resident <laughs> chance of pulling a permit on a moose? That's a good question, Pete. Like 4.5%, which doesn't sound like much, but it's... Four wow. times more than a non-resident. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's super low too. Yeah, well, a lot because everybody. Well, here's the dynamic: there's so many species of moose, right? There's the Canadian, which is Maine, Yukon, Alaska, Shearers, which is like in the Idaho area, Shearers, S H I R A S, I believe. Hmm. Um, and there's, I think there's one other species. So anyway, these guys all over the world want to get their moose, you know, whatever, Grand Slam. Right. So they put in for it. So when you go on the, go on the main and, and, and see what they've uh, what they've issued in the, the, the state, because they have to show who, who it is and where they're from. Texas, Hawaii, all over, all oh, over wow. the country. Yeah, wow. it's really kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so it's all it's all a big challenge. But I, I really feel for those residents of those states that they're proposing this this motion that they're not going to be able to like go out every year and harvest a moose or a, a mountain goat or a you know a bighorn sheep or whatever. It's just uh, it's just weird. I, I I don't understand the dynamic, and I I'll try to get you know more information on it. But 
I mean, it's it's increasing the odds. I think it's a money grab. Um, but whatever the case may be, you and I doesn't yeah. affect us, but it affects it affects people in our community, right? Pete, as I always tell you, there's some things that thirsty mofo can't fix. <laughs> wow, you just and is all right. So you just said something that triggered something. One of the uh -oh. funniest things you ever said to me. Was, <laughs> this, ought to, this ought to be good. It's, 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 I mean, I may cry. Oh. Yeah. I've never cried. Hey, episode 25, I may cry. Okay. I've never right, cried. All right. I bring you but, right to your knees. No, well, right. <laughs> let's not talk about that. That's <laughs> creepy. You said to me the other day, we've known each other 25 years and we've never had an argument. <laughs> And then all day on the ice, is this going to be our first argument? <laughs> you know what? What prompted that was, uh, you know, women, women in the in the bickering, in the in the bitching, in the and uh, it's just you know, sorry to our female listeners, but you know, it's just like men. Our are from, female listeners in India, <laughs> men are from Mars and women are from Venus, or you know, whatever the. Whatever they say, it's it's so true because it's so different, and uh, so yeah, I I, uh, I jokingly said that to you, and then I wanted you didn't to, jokingly, and you then, were like serious, and then I wanted to punch you in the throat, and then you started crying, and I said, oh no, no, no. I can't punch him now. <laughs> so that was our first argument. It was like, hey, let me punch you in the throat. No, 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 I'm crying. Okay, stop oh, it. I, I think aren't the Swedish kind of lovers. I mean, they're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They want to get an igloo or something, very, and just very like passive yeah, people. Yeah, right, right, right. Very lovers. So yeah, so right. that was funny. But no, that was funny. No, that was funny, and it's true. It's, it's true. We've never had <laughs> I mean, that one night you wanted to kick my dog, but it wasn't really a kick. Uh, <laughs> and there was a lot of booze involved. But uh, no, that was funny. But. No, just it, for the record, I never kicked this dog. I was crossing, yeah. uncrossing my legs, and I accidentally <laughs> whacked the dog in the head because he was right. She was right next to me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Okay, and, says you. Yeah, okay. and then the dog went, which meant, oh, Pete interpreted as, "Oh, he just kicked me in the effing head." Yeah, and what, what the dog was really saying is, "Why does Uncle Charlie hate me so much?" Thirsty. Oh. Well, don't, oh, just for the record, the dog does, doesn't know you as thirsty. <laughs> oh, yes, she does. Oh, yes, she does. Who's your buddy? Who's your buddy? Who's All your right, pal? No, no, you can't give beer to dogs, but if you could, she would love it. <laughs> Check out Instagram. <laughs> All right, so, dude. Dogs make good beer holders, too, because oh, yeah. the dog was in the garage, and I put a can of beer on her back, and she stood there for a while, and then she walked around with it, and it, it never so fell funny. off her back. <laughs> we, that was one of those day drinking, rainy storm. We're like, we're all looking out, we're just sitting in lawn chairs, looking out. <laughs> hey, you want to rebuild the snowblower? No, we already did that. All right, all right. well, let's just drink. And let's just drink. We'll look at the rain. <laughs> yeah, we'll look at the rain. It might stop. So. so. Thirsty, good episode. We did a little bit of edgy stuff. Now it's time for some fun. Okay. All right, you ready? Talk to me, Goose. All right, so I'll move my chair. Sorry right. about that noise. Yeah, talk to me, Goose. So I'm getting talk closer. To... All right. Move so you are in. you are from where? New Hampshire. Where? Laconia. Laconia, New Hampshire. And I'm moving my 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 uh, show prep because he's he's 
he knows how to read upside I can, down. I, I, I can't. Not only do I can I not read upside down, I do not have glasses on. So I can't even. I didn't know there was a notebook there. Do you know what Laconia's motto is? Uh, yes, G F Y. <laughs> well, yes, during Bike Week, but <laughs> it is. Um, it's called the City of the Lakes. Mm. Did you know that? I did not. It's because it touches Winnesquam, Lake Opechi. 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 Yes. Pogus Bay. Yep. And uh, Winnipesaukee. Now, Pogus Bay is technically part of Winnipesaukee. Winnipesaukee. I thought so, too, when I yeah, read that. Yeah, so, so, hey, that's... trust me. I don't know this shit. I looked yeah. it up. <laughs> so, all, of course, all Indian names that... Right. Native American, Native were, American were names. Named right? Let's these, be conscious, Charlie. <laughs> yes, named these lakes be- long before the Pilgrims got here. But yes, well, although did you know that New Hampshire was the first state to have its own state constitution? I did know that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my dad's a lawyer. That. Oh, that's no, right. I, I know a lot of that <laughs> stuff. In our constitution in 1735, <laughs> blah blah blah. All right, so this is kind of interesting because you've lived in. New Hampshire. Yes. And Florida. Yes. And now Massachusetts. Yes. Those are the only three states I've lived in. And I've lived in Massachusetts the longest. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm officially a masshole now. All right. So let's <laughs> let's give you a little quiz. This okay. isn't you know, right. you, you, right. you've you haven't necessarily failed in the past. <laughs> no, but you've done well. Like the hippopotamus <laughs> thing was you nailed that with some binomial nomenclature thing. Mm. All right, so we all have st- state, official state things, yes, right? Yes, yes. Right. So I, w- I went in, and I did a little uh, show prep. Wow. All right. All right. So what is the New Hampshire state bird? You'll never get it, because I didn't know it existed. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say a chickadee, but... Uh, no. 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 Right, that's You're my, close, sort of. I guess. Okay, so the purple finch. Okay. You know, purple. Yeah, yeah. How about Florida. Florida is Florida. Uh, and it's so looking at all this stuff, it's so obvious that things began. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, America Vespucci or whatever landed in Florida, whatever, whoever it was. And it's so funny how different it is. But go ahead, Florida, the mockingbird. Well, Massachusetts, you said it. It was uh, the, the chickadee. chickadee. Yep. Okay. The state fruit in New Hampshire. <laughs> maple syrup <laughs> that's a fruit <laughs> it's a new hampshire no no the and, state okay, fruit right, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna, give, right, a I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna s- give a hint i'm gonna give a hint keen yeah i'm gonna say apples no no keen pumpkins pumpkin yeah how about florida State fruit has got to be the strawberry. No, think fruit, but think vegetable fruit. It's not, you know, you got to understand. Tomatoes. Like tomatoes are fruit. No, it's not no. tomato. Vidalia onion. Oh, onions. How about Massachusetts? State fruit? You're oh. never going to get it. Sweet potato. Cod. Right. <laughs> Mackerel. Sweet potato. How fucking... How, how, Scra- how scrod. weird is that? Scrod. scrod. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep going. All right. All right, All right. The state vegetable of New Hampshire. And uh, by the way, reading what I read, they were big on this. Maine's big on it, too. Vegetable. I'm going to say potato. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I take it back. I, I, I screwed up. 
Florida is the orange on the fruit. Oh, well, that makes Vidalia sense. The Dahlia onion's the vegetable. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, how about the fruit in Massachusetts? Well, that's got to be apples. Johnny Appleseed? No? Come Thank on. You. Thank Ocean Spray. Oh, cranberries, yeah. Cranberries. Sec- second largest yeah. uh, Washington State in, in Massachusetts, the biggest cranberry producers. I think producers. We're third. I think Minnesota Ooh. beats us. Ooh. I think you're right on Washington, though. Okay. We'll look that up. Cranberries, yep. All and right. And here, I just came back from the Cape, and the whole way up, I'm looking, <laughs> looking at, at the, all at these the cranberry bogs. bogs, and I'm like, wow, this is great. All the snow has melted on all these yeah. cranberry bogs. Thank God Ocean Spray can yes. make cranberry so juice. I'm looking and at all our all our, um, all our urinary vodka. tract con- infections will be cured. And, and, and we'll all have something to mix with our vodka. <laughs> all right. With our Tito's. This this one's going to blow you away. The state animal for New Hampshire. State animal is don't th- something stupid. No, 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 no. It's pretty obvious. Chipmunk. No, the um, white-tailed deer. Oh. How about Florida? State animal. And they think kind of... Rattlesnake. <laughs> State animal is someone who goes and collects unemployment. (laughs) State animal for the state of Florida has got to be. And I'm gonna. I got an argument. Armadillo. No, good call. The panther. But they say all the Florida panthers are from Texas now. Yeah, genetically. Well, how many are there? You know, it's not enough of them. So here's where the consistency of states where they mustn't chat. Yeah. Yeah. How about how about? Oh, I just gave half of what I. Um, Massachusetts. Bobcat. Nope. Boston Terrier. The, a dog. State which, animal. animal. Yeah, is a Boston. All right. So, all right. So here it's we go. Not an animal. It's what a do dog. Keep, oh, trees are boring. How about the state pie? Oof. Oh, rhubarb. Strawberry rhubarb is New Hampshire. Or rhubarb. Boom. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. How about Florida? Oh, key lime. Boom! How about Massachusetts? Think Boston. Think Boston. Boston cream pie. Yeah, right. dude, you freaking you uh, rounded hey, I, don't, I don't know animals, vegetables, or uh, fruit, <laughs> but I know my pies, baby. Thirsty <laughs> right. mofo loves so, pie. So this one interested me, okay? Oh. And this is state mottos. Yeah. And the 10... Top state model. I went through all 50. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Obama said 50. I went through all 52. 57. 57. 57. <laughs> yeah, he said 57. See, he was looking at a bottle of Heinz 57. I skipped the last seven. Um, so here's where I go back to. Did anyone talk? Like, no. let's make a motto and let's be consistent. All right. New Hampshire. Live free or die. Okay. That, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my God! Are yeah. You kidding me? Easy enough. That speaks volumes. Right? I have to. I have to interject here for a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. My one of my college buddies is <laughs> in Florida. It was from North Carolina. Nelson Nelly Nelly, and he hated Yankees. He hated, and I don't mean the New York Yankees. I no, mean like anyone from, from the, the Mason Dixon, yeah, North. North. So, I met him, and he was on my rowing team. And I invited him over to my room to hang out. And he came in and he was looking around. And, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. And uh, he looks up at the wall and he sees a, a license plate that I had off my old car. 
Because in New Hampshire, it was a big thing to have a novelty license plates because they yeah yeah vanity they, plates yeah because right? they, they're cheap they cost five bucks more than a regular plate and you didn't you didn't have to stand in line. So anyway, he looks up at my license plate and it the state motto is on the state license plate and it says "Live Free or Die," and he says to me, "What's that?" And I said, "That's our state motto." And he goes, "You know what?" I'm starting to think people from New Hampshire ain't a lot different than people from North Carolina. They don't take no shit from nobody. <laughs> well, I, I wish said, I had, you are absolutely correct, Nelson. <laughs> I wish I had brought the North Carolina motto because I don't know. If, if oh, it's, it's first, that. first in flight. No, that's that's the license plate, but that yeah, but I think that's the state that, motto that, too. Yeah? And then uh, in. Um, uh, Florida, it's I think it's arrive alive. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so how about Maryland? Oh, it's uh, it's Latin, and I didn't write the Latin words down. Yeah, I think it means uh, you know, smoke pot and enjoy yourself. No, it's manly <laughs> deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs> no. no, seriously, this is this is this is amazing how different things. And I'm gonna go work my way up. Right? All right, all right, all, all right. right. So. So, no, this is how, how different it can be. Manly deeds, comma, womanly words. Wow. Does that make you want to live there? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I love womanly words, and I love manly deeds, but I think they got I want, it, like, I think they got come, it backwards. Come to our state, we'll kick your ass. <laughs> womanly <laughs> deeds, manly words. Yeah, well. <laughs> get those oh, knuckle bump. Get those dishes done, bitch. All right, so so it was interesting. The, the the website I was on, they were like giving little little editorials after what they had. Yeah. So Maine, Maine is the ring dirigo, which is Latin for I direct, and they're like, huh? <laughs> As in, uh, like, you can't get there from here. I direct you to go south. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to our main listeners. No, no. They, they, the three it's, of them will not be upset now. Those guys are Native Americans. Donnie. Sorry, Donnie. Yeah, so, Donnie, you guys are Native Americans. You weren't any part of that, okay? Because you would have had a much better one like, uh, we kill deer and eat it. Right. That would or, have been the state motto. Come up here and get an arrow in your cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fuck with us, you're going to, I mean. You're going to go down. Us, you get an arrow in your face. Wisconsin. Forward. Oh, I thought it was going to be cheese, please. <laughs> Forward. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right? Oh, right. And New Hampshire is like the greatest ever then. If these are, no, these we're are working so our way up. Right, we're right, working right. our way up. All right. All right. Montana. <clears throat> Gold and silver. And I think of Burl Ives. Reverse. Silver and gold. Hey, Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> silver and gold. Texas, which uh, is, which this is the funniest one. Oh, it's not, don't mess with tes Texas. No, friendship. 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 Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. But yeah. we're all, we're all carrying. Yeah. <laughs> all that, that, that makes that, friends, right? Yes, that, or non friends. That is appropriate. Oop, ooh, ooh. Sorry. I leaned on the fire pit and it's teetering on ice and, uh, yeah. The no. patio. And all right. So, so I went through all, right. all 50. Some all were, right. some all were right. appropriate. Some were. Right. Right. Massachusetts, which blew me away as like so appropriate. You ready for this? And I'm going to read the Latin and then I'll read the English. Is it 
sheep lie? <laughs> Eshipinus lyacus. No. Ense petit placidam sub libertat quietem. All right? Wait yeah. to hear the power of this shit. <laughs> yeah. By the sword, we seek peace. Yes, and this is why on the state flag, you see the, the sword. You see the arm with the sword, sword down. All right, can I finish? Oh, I'm sorry. By the sword, we seek peace. But peace only under liberty. That's, um, uh, we actually were, we're, um, line dancing soon, and that was Tursty. Tursty was just, uh, lining us up for our next line dance. Sorry. Can we go back? God damn. Ense petit placidam sub libertate quietem. I don't know how to read Latin. <laughs> By the sword we speak, we seek peace, but peace only under liberty. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. <laughs> that like punches me in the stomach. Yeah, it's, it's heavy, like, man. All right, come on, bring it on. But unless you don't, you know, like, we're going to, we're going to. That's almost. Dude, a... who's calling you? Do they know we're podcasting? Sorry, I can't talk right now. Wow. I'm in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Please so, call back later when I am not podcasting. See how good he is? Okay. So, all so, right. All right. Dude, I just wanted to end it on a light note. Okay. On understanding why all the states don't talk to each other. You know, and like, hey, we're going to have a slogan. We're going to have a motto. All of our 50 states, our motto should, like, make people scared but happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't. It's so weird, right? But uh, this has been a good podcast. I appreciate it. It was a little chilly out here. Not We're bad. Roughing it. Not no, bad. it's not no, bad. No, we not... got the fifteen hundred. We, we, we got to this weekend. Well, when it's not raining, we got to tilt that down a little, yeah, a little bit. So yeah. it's it's too. I was like thinking over there, but it needs a little downward motion. Nah, good, bro. Yeah. Who cares? Fire's good too. Lava rocks are getting hot. Well, the lava rocks are getting hot, and and we've already reached out to our our, our um, partners. I wanted to say, and I hope this uh, partner is listening, because Rich and Needham. No, Blue Mountain Bourbon. Wow, Blue Mountain Bourbon. They they aren't. They're a they. This guy was really good by um, instant message or direct message. He's like, oh yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, blah, blah, but follow me, and I'm following. He, like, I really like your podcast, blah blah blah. So, check out Blue Mountain Bourbon. Uh, Where are they on, out of? On Instagram. No, he's just a, he just sends out um, bourbon type Instagrams. You know, he just re reposts. Oh. He's a reposter, but he hopes to get more following and and so forth. It's it's it, once he gets to a following point, he's going to start posting his own stuff. Okay. So hey. Kudos, you know, this is all weird shit to us and everything else. But one thing I wanted to say, we need to get a follower to, we can't call it calling in. We'll call out to a fall to a follower. So I'm sent, I'm sending out an invite to all our followers. I don't care where you are, India, <laughs> what's the, what's the smallest 
Bangladesh. Liechtenstein. Bangladesh. Who was the smallest, uh, the smallest country to represent in the Olympics in the Winter Olympics back in the 1976 when Katarina Vitt was dancing around on the ice? Uh, Liechtenstein. No, there, there. Yeah, there's another one that's. Um, oh, it's tiny. So Tobago. Small. Oh uh, yeah, any Trin- of them. Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Anyone, reach out to me at pesto podcast at gmail dot com. We'll communicate by email. If you're comfortable, send me your your cell phone number or whatever number we can talk to you at. We will call you on the next podcast and patch you in. Nice. It's gonna be freaking great. <laughs> so, anyone. Could be John from New Hampshire. <laughs> you know what? It could be Rich from Needham. Yeah. Could it could be, be Kevin from the Cape. Let's get our one German listener. It, it's less than 1%. So it could be two. Hans or Franz. <laughs> All right. Hans, if you're listening. Guys from Germany, step up. No, seriously. We'd love to do that. I mean, that, I think that would be so super we cool. We need somebody with an accent. Yeah. Yeah. An accent. <laughs> Preferably not from the south, but no, yeah, no, and, no, it's all good too. And, and, and to my nephew Terrence, nobody from Long Island. Yeah, yeah, that's not an no, accent. No, that's, no, a, that's, that's a that's a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terrence, you got mentioned. <laughs> all right, so, all right, that's it. All right, cool. wrap it up, man. So Let's wrap it thank up. you, thank you to all our sponsors. Um, I'm just whipping out the paperwork. Quiet, Tom cat. Miranda, you're the best. Quiet Cat, Jefferson's Bourbon, Regulator Boats, Jack's Abbey, Four Roses. And by the way, if you like the podcast, tell some friends. I don't, I make like five bucks a month on this. It's not about, it's about popularity. It's not about money. No wonder you've been living so large. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I bought new socks. Um, you know, reach out, like me, hit that far right button that uh, the star that says you, you, you're kind of cool with the podcast that helps me with my my podcast supporters on, in, in in the platforms so keep it up we'll keep going episode 25 me and thirsty mofo thank you pesto posse at this point we are out thanks folks thirsty mofo out